Hey guys, if you're anything like me, you've been thinking about documenting your stories, your parents, your grandparents, your relative stories for a while, and if you haven't actually checked it, we did an episode on this before, but because it was so popular, we decided we have to do it again. Hey, 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 welcome to the show. And today we're going to be taking a deeper dive into documenting for the next generation. Welcome to the show, and yeah, we are back. It's your host, Toya Erasonara, and we're talking today about documenting for the next generation. If this is your first time here, welcome to the Average African Kid podcast. It's a podcast about Africans, for Africans, all over the world, wherever you are. This podcast is for you, especially if you're outside the country, outside the continent, and you're trying to find out like, what's up, what's up in Africa, what's up in Nigeria, what's up... If you don't know about this, then you now know. So, welcome in. And, well, I've talked about this in the past. My name is Toyo, and we did an episode on documenting for the next generation. And that episode was actually quite popular because many people shared their comments. Thank you. If you're one of those who shared a comment, we really appreciate you because many people were talking about, wow, this is so important that we actually need to pass on this information to our children and children's children. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to be giving you six questions you can ask to your relatives before it's too late, okay? So I'm going to be giving you six questions you can ask them. So stay tuned, <laughs> stay tuned to the very end, and you'll get that from us. So I want you to do something for me right now. I want you to make a commitment to pulling out your cell phone and recording your parents, an audio, an audio file of your parents or your grandparents or your great-grandparents and ask them to tell you about their lives and experiences. It might just take 10 minutes. It might take an hour. It might take three hours. It might take a whole week of recording. But I promise you that it is better for you to record with a phone than for you to never have the recording at all. And that's why in a few minutes I'm going to be giving you some of these very important questions. We talked about documenting for the next generation because I think of it right now as that the culture in Nigeria, as a case study, that's where I am right now, the culture is separating younger folks from their parents and their culture. For example, now, I'm Ishakiri, but I don't speak Ishakiri, and we've talked about that before. And um, I want to, but I don't want to enough, clearly, because if I did, I would have already started speaking. But I should. And there are many young people who do not connect with their culture right now. Many young people who only speak a bit of their language, who know a bit of the traditions, who know a bit of this, a bit of that. But they are not really intrigued by the culture, I think, because there are so many things that have happened in their lives that people are like, eh, for me personally, the thing that is my pet peeve is when older generations, older people are like, Ah, oh, you don't speak your language. Ah, what kind of person are you? I just I just shake my head. I'm like, hmm, very good. Continue. This is what drove people away in the first place. And it's not an excuse, but it is something to note that 
the older generation is in a way driving away the younger generation from learning the culture. And a time will come when our generation grows up and we don't really understand the culture. The parents and the parents' parents have died and now we are the top generation. And maybe our kids or our grandkids will have a lot more interest in our culture than we are. That's usually how it is in cycles. Um, there's a generation that comes in and they really want to know something. And the next generation is really uninterested because their parents did it so much. And then a few more years down the line, like two or three generations come in and they're as interested as the original forefathers about the concepts, about the culture and everything like that. So I want you to do yourself a favor. Do me a favor. Do us all a favor and pick out your phone and record them sharing about their lives and experiences. Now, I wish I had done this more, and you might always think that, oh, I have time. For example, with my own father, I thought I had time, so I focused all my attention on recording my grandfather. I did it for a while, and then I, I thought about doing it with my own dad, and I was like, nah, eh, when he gets to 60, 70, 80, we'll do the same talk. But I didn't get that time, and he passed away less than two months after I started the project. So it was very eye-opening for me, and I don't want people to make the same mistake. Don't think that, oh yeah, I'll wait till they're very old to record and get information. Get the information now. Maybe it's just verbally. Maybe it's just you having a conversation with your mom or with your dad or with your uncle or your aunt. And these conversations, go down and record them. Maybe on paper or maybe as an audio file. Whatever you want to do. Maybe you want to do a video recording. Because... I guarantee you, the next generation will thank you for that. So, um, let's go into the end part of this particular episode. Now, I have to let you guys know that I do not take any credit for these questions. I got them from this very wonderful site, which you guys will get the link to in the description, Family Tree. They have these list of six questions, and I thought they were so powerful and I thought to include them in this whole memoir. Did I say memoir? I didn't mean to say memoir. In this whole concept. Okay, are you guys ready? Okay, are you guys ready? Is that a yes? Aha, okay, okay, let's do it like this. So, the first question you need to ask. At the end... Okay. This is it. Six questions to ask your relatives before it's too late. Number one, what research have you done? Again, what research have you done? So this question is a very opening question because it asks your relatives to tell you of whatever kind of genealogy tree, whatever kind of um, written records they have of the family. That way you have a starting point. You don't have to do it all from scratch. You can pick piggyback off what they have done. And who knows, they might have been very meticulous in detailing all that has happened in the family. Get whatever record they have and use that as the stepping stone to make your own records come to life. Okay? So number two, who's in this photo? Have your relatives, have them identify subjects in different family photos. Don't try and guess later on. I think an, a nice idea would be to like maybe... Um, digitalize all your family photos. <laughs> That's a project that I'm supposed to have done by now, but I haven't done. So pray for me, I should be doing these things 
But now that I am releasing this episode, you know that I will get to it. Ask the family members to identify people in photos, maybe write their names behind the photos, the year the photo was taken, or maybe add it to a digital kind of copy. You know how to do this kind of stuff. Who knows? Maybe use a face recognition on Apple or Google Photos and try and at least get the names of the different people in the pictures because later on in life, the people who took the pictures won't be around and you'll have to guess. So, number three, what surnames do you know? For those who don't relate to surnames, last names. Surnames are last names. What last names do you know? Um, Collect the surnames, especially maiden names, for your ancestors believed to be part of the family. And and file them away for future records. So, while this is important is that when you're doing your family tree tracing, it's a lot harder to trace like the mother's line because the maiden names might be lost. For example, I know my own mother's maiden name because I know my grandfather. And then I do not know my own mother's mother's maiden name, which I probably should get. <laughs> and from there, I do not, I've lost track of that whole part of the family. But now these are questions that I could be asking myself too. What surnames do you know? Once you build a a record down, that way you have access to this information whenever you need it in the future. Okay? Number four. What was living through blank events like? So, again, what was living through dash like? For example, you could ask them what was living through the Biafran War. What was it like? What was living through... Did anyone live through a world war? Ask them what was it like. Did anyone live through um, different circumstances? I mean, because a time is going to come when our own children and children's children will ask us what was living through NSARS like. You get what I'm talking about? What was living through the 2022-23 elections like with all these candidacies and a lot of of up, of um, uproar in the country like? What was living through the great emigration like? If you checked out the previous episodes, we did one on the great emigration and how it's affecting culture right now. There's a lot happening in the countries and there's a lot that we need to talk about in terms of emigration and stuff like that. So ask them about key events in their lives and ask them what was it like living in these times because it's best to get an insider's perspective of things like this. Okay, so number five, can you take a look at this family tree? Now, this is for you who have already started your research. If you've already prepared some research, bring it along. Have your relatives check it over. Let them see if what you have done is accurate. They might have some extra insights like, oh, yeah, I remember in the family tree, there was this extra line that you omitted in your tree that you should include. You should always um, get their perspectives. Maybe like if two or three agree on something that's not in your record, that way you can add it to your records right now and get a more consistent record in the long run. This is going to be helpful because if you do this, your cousins and your family members, your your siblings, they will, your children, they'll eventually come back to look for those records. And my grandfather had a really nice record, so he I used his family tree as a starting point for mine, basically. And um, yeah, we should be building from there backwards. Number six, the last one, are you ready? Where have you lived? Now, where did your ancestors live? Knowing this information opens the door for finding 
place-based records. Now, having an idea of where your parents live, let's say they traveled out of the country for a degree, then came back, they live in the village, they travel to Rwanda, they travel to Botswana, they were in South Africa, they were in Nigeria, then they moved to America. Where have you lived? And this gives you an idea of not just how much they like to travel, but an idea of where your family has roots. For example, now your uncle might have lived in Ireland and all of a sudden you didn't really realize that you had some cousins in Ireland, which is kind of cool because then you get to go to Ireland to see family members that you haven't seen before. Or you have um, family in this village here in Nigeria, in Wari, and you have lived in Lagos all your life and you never knew that you had these connections like this. So where have you lived is very, very important <laughs> important to finding place-based records. So once again, the links to these article, this particular article where the six questions are based, I have added it in the descriptions below. Go out and check them out. Um, before we go, I want to give you some information about how we do things here. If you want to throw in some feedback. So there's this new thing. It's not really new, but it's it's new to the show. It's called SpeakPipe, okay? So how it works is this. It's in the links below. You click on the link, and what it does is that it takes you to a, a two-minute recording window where you can click the record button, and you can leave a voice note. Once you leave that voice note, it gets sent to my inbox, and from there, I can listen to the voice note. And if it's related to the topics we're talking about, we can actually use that on subsequent episodes. It can be just an encouragement. It can actually be something that you might want inserted into an episode. I'll go over everything and things that might fit the episode. Let's say we're talking about a topic like... In a few weeks, we'll be talking about the slangs, pigeon slangs again. So if you have any of your hottest or latest pigeon slangs that you like using, you can drop them on SpeakPipe. So that's what's going on with the show right now. Thank you very much for tuning in to this particular episode. And yeah, go out there and get some records started. So thank you for tuning in to this particular episode. It has been fun. And we have learned a lot. There's a lot of action points. <laughs> a lot of action points in this particular episode. So please be sure that you at least ask one of these questions and record your parents, your grandparents, your relatives response as soon as possible. Because it's never sure. Tomorrow's never sure. So you don't say that, oh yeah, I have all the time in the world. You don't. Just do it. Thank you for tuning in. And remember to... Do two things. Of course, subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, you can hit the subscribe button. If you listen on Spotify, there's that follow button you can hit there on Podbeam and on other places. Then another thing you can do personally that would really, really, really help the show. Please leave a review. This is mainly for like iTunes because iTunes, you have a place where you can leave a comment and like leave a five-star rating. Please, please, please do that. You see, as the show grows, those notes are very important for people like yourself to find the show. When they see a lot of good reviews, they're like, huh, okay, I want to check out this show. And that way we build the community up and that way we have a broader spectrum of people that we can actually pull on to get a better idea of what's happening in Africa, in Nigeria, in the rest of Africa, in the world, and all around, and things like that. So I thank you very much and see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.